Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Love Bachelor. Welcome back to Love Bachelor, the Bachelor podcast you never asked for. I am one of your hosts, Gina Schwartz, and with me is my other host, Amy Duro. Hey, hello, beautiful as ever. Oh my god, thank you. You're welcome. You look divine today, though. Thank you. I, I did pl- say this earlier, but you really do. That's really sweet. You're a sequin dream. <laughs> I love sparkles. You are a star. That's why. Oh, that's really cute. Anyway, um, what's been going on? How you been? Um. I've had a pretty good week Yeah, this week, Yeah, I think. Um, I was just telling Gina about my allergic reaction to deodorant. <laughs> so now she's really stinky. Um, and, um, actually, I'm not. So here's really? the thing. Today's the first day I've been able to wear deodorant yeah. since Monday. Oof. I haven't smelt bad, though. That's great. Yeah, I think that like the rash I had <laughs> <laughs> has stopped any scent from being emitted. Yeah, right. From well, my maybe pits. your skin's trying to heal. That's what I think. And your skin's like, mm, we're, we've always been good smelling. You didn't need to infect us with this, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah, sadness. So that's really cute for me. Um, how's your week been? Um, look, here's the thing. Ever since I got back from New York, I've been waking up around five. Oh, which is not bad because mm. I don't go to sleep late, but it, it just means I'm always waking up at five, even if I go to sleep late. But mm-hmm. I also joined gym and I'm very unfit, so unfit. But wait, I don't feel too embarrassed about that. No. I'm just kind of like, we all got to start somewhere. And I remember when I was really fit. So I'm like, I yeah. know I can be that person, but right now I'm just a potato. But that's okay. You've done, what, three things yeah. already? Yeah. Like, that's really great. And today I was like, I don't want to go to the gym. I just sit here and watch how to get away with murder. Mm. But I went. You're inspiring. So, and <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much, <laughs> Princess Wave. <laughs> um, anyway, we should actually get into the podcast. We should. So what week is this? Yes. <laughs> it is weak. It is weak. And um, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched the two latest episodes or any episodes of The Bachelorette so far, probably don't listen. But alas, we can't talk about what's happened this week without our snazzy little 30-second recap by the one and only Amy Duro. I get really nervous. Really? Every, every time. time? Yeah. Oh, my God. It sits in my tummy and I'm wearing denim today, so it's a bit tight. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But you do so well. Like, uh, last week you had five seconds spare. Well, yeah. This one I think is going to be very close to it's gonna be the tight. 30 mark. Um, but, look. Here we go. We're going All, right. To go. All right. You have 30 seconds on the clock. Your time starts 
Now, Carlin and Angie went on a date and obviously it was perfect before, because Carlin. Back at the mansion, Jamie was livid. He was having intimacy time with Angie. No, he wasn't while well, Carlin was seeing her for a second time. The co- cocktail party turned chaotic. Jamie tried to destroy Carlin. Kieran barely said a word and Tim was drunker than an off-duty pirate. Kieran broke Angie in Australia's heart when he announced he was leaving the mansion due to devastating family reasons. Thankfully, come rose ceremony time, Jamie and his incorrect use of the word ingenuine were booted from the show, but not before he delivered Angie an oddly personal letter, leaving her in Australia with a lingering feeling of how the hell did that guy make it this far anyway? Beep, beep, beep. Two seconds spare. Oh, I stumbled so much at the start. I'm really sorry. But still within 30 seconds. Yeah, you did really well. <sighs> There's so much to unpack there. That could have so sound- much. Could have sounded better, you know. No. no. <laughs> it was very thorough. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's kick her off with some highlights. Highlights. To set us in a good mood. <laughs> Do you want to go? I'm in love with Jackson. <laughs> Can you tell me why? No, not really. <laughs> I'm just in love with him. Is there any reason? Um, like, is it because well, he's 25 and you're 25? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I – some highlights from Jackson. Yeah. These two things happened very close together when he was having his one-on-one time with Angie. As she was talking, there was a split moment where he bit his lip and my loins. <laughs> I was like – You're really into him. I don't know why. Because, you, like, I mean – I mean, he's obviously attractive, yeah. but I mean, I'm, he also kind of looks like a jock or that type of thing, yeah. which is traditionally not my type of thing, yeah. purely because I am not a jock um, and like attracts like, and mm. I am not like, Yeah, right. but I am here. <laughs> Where does he live? Sydney. Damn, that's unfortunate. It's okay. I've always said this before, I moved for my career <laughs> and just, <him>. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but also yes. just before him and Angie went in for the kiss. Yeah. He's like, I brushed my teeth. Oh, yeah. Referencing to their first date and she loved it and he loved it in his interview. He was like, I'm so proud of that one. I was like, amazing. It was really cute. It was very sweet. It would have got me, like, if a guy, if we had that same interaction, he was like, I brushed my teeth. I would have been like, that's kind of sexy and cute that you remembered. Yeah, 100%. All of those things. Um, also, Jackson and Speedo, thank you for coming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was telling, I was talking to Amy before we went on air, and I was like, "So, did you see the speedo?" And she was like, "Did yes. I? Did I? <laughs> did I? Did I? I saw it." And I was saying, "It takes a confident man mm. to wear a speedo," mm. and I think, you know what? I like a confident man. I don't necessarily like speedos, but if you're confident enough to wear them, mm. that's sexy. Mm. Here's the thing, though, mm. Tony Abbott. <laughs> Oh, Whereas a speedo is confident enough no, to wear a speedo. No, but because he's a dad, it's different. <laughs> oh, not because he's a sleazy politician, because that he's a too. dad. <laughs> I, yeah, there was some flaws in my logic, but <laughs> it's not the same and we all know it. We all know it. Highlights from you? Um, Tim saying he's the Stephen Bradbury. <laughs> I fucking I I frost that yeah because I've often referred to myself as the Stephen Bradbury, <laughs> and he's like, you know what, all these guys are dropping left, right, and center, and I'll just come in round the back and get my girl. And I was like, you know what, Tim, you would, you are the Stephen Bradbury, hundred percent. So if anyone could do a Stephen Bradbury, it's, it's bloody Tim. It's him. Yeah. Yeah. Another one from you. Um, another one from me in on Wednesday night's episode mm. when uh, Hayden and Angie were having their chat because after the group date, Hayden – well, during the group date, Hayden was like, yeah, nah, kids, not for me. See you later. And Angie was like, oh, okay. I want the babies. And he was like, nah, Nah. hey. (laughs) 
Not Type for it me. out. <laughs> um, but then they actually had a really nice chat at the cocktail party, and it wasn't at all like dramatic or mean. It was both of them recognizing that they just had different wants and kind of morals, I guess, and I, gracefully parting. I thought it was very mature. It was very mature. I think he was a little bit not upset, but like, damn, I wish she didn't want kids. But he wasn't like bitter or, or anything. Totally. He took it really well. He just accepted it as it was. It was like, oh man, like. I kind of like her, but yeah, if she wants kids, like I'm not going to give that to her. So don't waste people's time. Yeah, I was like, thank you. Yeah, clap, clap. More yeah. of this on primetime reality TV please. and in real life. You know, <laughs> no, and just on, <laughs> just on TV. <laughs> don't need it in real life. Don't need guys. It in real life. Don't worry about it. Um, one for me. Mm. Um, I can't. I, is it Scott? Is it Adam? What is the guy's? <laughs> Sorry. Not, not the one with the long hair, the other one. Matt? Wa- is it Matt? BMX Matt? I think so. Okay. Um, when he was talking about Jamie, he said, he dug a really big hole and didn't take a ladder down and he ain't coming out. <laughs> I had that too. I was like, that's brilliant. I was like, a poet, hey? But also everyone was like standing around that hole going, hey, mate, don't dig that hole. That's a a deep hole, man. You you should probably get out of the hole. I don't think you're going to be able to climb out of there soon. We don't – you didn't bring a ladder. We're trying to – hold on to my – you just keep – you're you're digging more. Why are you further away now? (laughs) It was – yeah, that was a good one for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in the second episode – different thing Mm -hmm. but in the second episode when Timmy got a rose and he was he was talking one-on-one with the people and he was like I'm a bit worried about going into tonight's episode yeah I really need to talk to Angie and the producer was like haven't you got a rose he was like oh yeah I'm definitely not worried about going into tonight I've got a rose (laughs) Tim where have you been Tim are you okay he's (laughs) Um, on the topic of Tim as well on their second date mm. on their Rose. single date um oh there was there were two moments throughout this date where he just like gave angie a sneaky little forehead kiss oh oh my god i cannot tell you how much i froth a forehead oh kiss. my god <laughs> i can't articulate <laughs> oh. it's just so beautiful it's like i felt it <laughs> i was watching it and i felt it because it's so it's so men don't do that oh. unless they really like you yes. or unless you're their daughter yes you know what i mean it's such a relationship thing mm-hmm. and then when like they were sitting in the tub and she had her <gasps> back on his back and he kissed her head no nope. i oh. was just like Oh, I believe in love. <laughs> and then even in the bath, like, Tim's like, I don't fit, help me. And he's, like, splashing water. And Angie's, like, blowing bubbles. And Tim's being covered in petals. It was just really, really cute. wholesome. Yeah. Beautiful. Like, they would be a beautiful couple. They would. I don't think it's going to win. But. Yeah. They would be. Yeah. Lovely. Because I think she's – I know they're both, like, silly, but I think she's a little bit more mature than him. Yeah. And he's got a bit more living to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Speaking of Tim, just, like, I think he's definitely falling in love. Oh, when yeah. he said, um, I'm I'm in trouble. That's oh. what men say when they're falling <laughs> in love. Mm-hmm. Because men can't show their emotions, so they say, I'm, a, I'm, in, I'm in a bit of trouble. And then all of his actions showed that he was – falling in love and then at the cocktail party when someone was talking to Angie Ryan. and he was like behind the 
the bushes. Yeah. Just just lingering. Yeah. And came came over just as <gasps> Ryan and Angie were about to have a secret cocktail patch. Kiss. Yeah. And she like pulls away, it cuts, and he's there and he's like, Hey guys. Hey guys. I just wanted to see if I could uh, talk to you after. And Angie's like, Yeah, that's fine. And Ryan's like, No comment. <laughs> he's like, Ha ha. How so good to see you, Tim. <laughs> 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 and then he was like, um, Oh, I'll just I'll just stay right here. I'll just <laughs> That was funny. And then slowly walks away. And then hides behind another bush. <laughs> oh, mate. I mean, it's a bit weird, but it's also because it's Tim, it's funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, also on the topic of Tim, yeah. him looking like he should be fronting Panic at the Disco in his fancy <gasps> way. Dude, I couldn't put my finger on it until now and you're right. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. That's what, it, that's what it looked like. And so that's all I could think of the whole time. Also him not liking the $1,000 caviar. <laughs> What's going on? It's $1,000. You eat that shit. You know what I mean? I've never had caviar, so I don't know. I probably have, but mm. I can't remember if it was good, mm. you know. Um, the way that Carlin looks at Angie. Oh, don't. I, <laughs> I thought you were going to stop at the way that Carlin looks, and I was also like, yes. yes. <laughs> I agree. The way that Carlin is. <laughs> He's... So handsome. He's so genuine. I just... Not at all ingenuous. (laughs) As some people might say. Uh Um, I just... Because it's getting to the nitty gritty where people are actually catching feelings. So there's nothing... Mm -mm. I don't know if men feel this way, but there's nothing more attractive to me than a man unabashingly looking at you with all his feelings on his face. Oh, my god! You know what I mean? And you're like, I am the most beautiful woman in the world. Oh, my. And seeing the way these men look at Angie, I'm like, <laughs> I am ready to hurt again. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. <laughs> I am ready to oh, do it. Um, little side note about, um, I was going to say, Carlin. Though. Yeah. That's what it's- I guess I was thinking of cardboard, and I was like, "That's not a name." Cardboard. But neither is Carlin. Uh, True. Carlin and Angie, when they met for their single date, mm. they met on the jetty at Q Station, which I was at in oh. September. So I was like, "Oh my god, I've, I've been, been there. there!" And that beach they were walking on, I was like, "My foot, my foot's, <laughs> my, my foot's been there. My foot's have been there." <laughs> Um, so if anyone wants autographs because I've been on batchy filming locations, hit me up. <laughs> hit me up. We we know we know we know things. We know things. Do you have any more highlights? Um, I don't think so. I think that's. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, it's not a highlight. Well, I'll save it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you have okay. any more highlights? Or into no, low lights? I'm done. Yeah. Low lights. Here we go. No. I want to kill myself. Oh wow, <laughs> that's a lot. Sorry. Trigger warning. Um, <laughs> Kieran leaving. Man, I just. Okay, here's the thing though. It was shizer that he had to leave, oh. but at least because from what we saw in the snippets and the teasers, it looks like he was fed up with the whole thing. But to find mm. out that his nan died, I'm like, okay, you're not leaving because you're not interested or you just don't want to do it anymore. Like mm. this is a horrible situation and of course you would want to leave. Any normal person would want to leave. Oh, yeah. It was just heartbreaking. Like, it was so sad. I was weeping watching this, and it wasn't even a finale. Like no, I, but he was just so emotional. And it's, like, it's... So, yes, they're, they're the real emotions. And I, I was like, thank you, I guess, 
Channel 10 for showing us that, you know, yeah. this person who was just completely devastated as, you know, someone with a close relationship to their grandma would be. Yeah. But thank you for showing it <laughs> because it was like it was really hard to watch, but it was also just like thank you for not um, like skirting around what the issue was or trying to dramatise it any more mm. than what it needed to be. It just is what it is and like even that can sound a bit um insensitive but it was like it yeah i i was grateful to see a man being so open with his feelings even though it was an absolutely horrible situation and especially because he just confided in angie how much he loves his grandma and stays in contact like it was heartbreaking yeah i um controversial thing I'm about to say but I think that whole situation was probably a producer's dream oh yeah yeah so that's all I wanted to say but the bit where like they go out to the orchard and he's like my nan's died and he just goes in for a cuddle I was just like because there's no one you know he doesn't have any friends you know in quotation marks Mm. because these these guys are his mates but they're also people he doesn't know yeah you know, he has no family. He has and they're no all vying for the one girl's affection. <sighs> yeah. And there's, like, there's no support system. So the closest one he is to, he, the closest person that he, wait, It's on. Angie. The yeah. Closest yeah. Person, the, yeah, the person he's closest to is Angie. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just, it was very devastating to see him break down oh. and be like, it was basically like him going, please hold me because I... I can't do it right now. No. And for Angie to be like, I really don't want you to go, but obviously you must. And yeah. That emotional kiss at the oh. end. Oh. When that happened, mm. all I could think was whoever she ends up with, she dumps for Kieran. Yeah. That's all I could think because, oh, my gosh. And the thing is as well, like when you're with somebody and you go through, you know, losing a family member or something like that, yeah. it can be – as horrible as it is a bonding experience if you get through it yeah i think so him having to leave because of that yeah but they start this grieving i guess together and you know angie would have been wondering about kieran like i hope he's okay probably not being able to contact him yeah Um, so many what ifs so many what ifs Mm -hmm. that's the thing like i heard an interview with her recently on something mm-hmm. and basically whoever she's with right now she's still with them from what we know and she's told the interviewer that she's happy yeah and that's great but I'm like it could have been Kieran he was number one in my mind mm-hmm. but also he was one of the best in there yeah she was like into him she never in all her media um kind of appearances so far she's never said yes I like am with the last person or Uh, it's always been I'm I'm very happy and I read an article I think from Mamma Mia um, that she was she's with a person and she's with someone from the show right but it's never I am with the person at the end now that's either like a tactical thing thing by the producers being like let's create you know exactly what we're thinking thinking, or it's a she's not with the winner yeah but she's with one of them interesting anyway i'm gonna miss kieran a lot i thought he was the best i thought he was great i'm gonna miss him too even him trying to put a little humor in there as he was um leaving if you don't make it with any of these idiots slide into my dms yeah (laughs) i was like buddy and i think in the real world like 
you don't in the real world you wouldn't have to drop contact with someone you know what I mean yeah so there would have been that relationship I think would have continued Mm. but contracts and she has to film and anyway all right big issue shoust we shoust we shoust we shoust and (laughs) this is probably the last week of this particular big issue because the big issue was eliminated (laughs) in the most recent episode Mm -hmm. what's his last name um doran jamie doran what are you doing (laughs) do you want to like do you want to start us off Uh, okay so i want to premise this with yes Obviously, we listen back to our own episodes because we are stars. Um, Narcissists. I mean, uh. <laughs> I mean, uh. <laughs> and I was listening to us last week and I thought maybe there were times where you or I were both mm. being a little too harsh. And I was like, man, I was like, I don't want to be that person who's contributing to the bullying of this person who is already copping a lot of slack. But <laughs> after last night and Wednesday night's episodes and thinking about it a bit more I really think there is a massive issue with Jamie like I think one I think there's something mentally happening for him but two well there's more than one mentally thing happening for him it's a bloody tornado in there it I, 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 I really don't know where to begin because there was just so much wrong with so many things, things that, that he, he did. did. I just also want to say with what you said about us yeah. talking about these people, when we talk about people on this show, we never mean anyone harm no. and we never think, <laughs> with some exceptions, <laughs> that they're bad people. Mm. Like the whole Abby thing, I think we were just talking about what was on our minds and we were trying to figure it out, her actions and how we felt about it. Because, Mm. you know, um, whether we like it or not, we are fed storylines of villains because there always has to be a villain. Absolutely, yeah. we never mean any harm. And with hindsight as well, your opinion can change. And as time goes on, like I'm so on the Abbey train now. Yeah, I'm Especially with how she's dealt with things. I wish I could go back and slap myself across the face. Me too. (laughs) I really wish I could. I don't feel like I'm feeling... No, I just had a stroke. I don't feel like I'm feeling like that with Jamie. Not at all. I and uh, okay, can you say that bit that we were talking off air about? Um, there was an interview oh. with Jamie and Kieran. Can you talk about what you said to me? Yeah. So um, this morning I was listening to a radio interview and they had both Jamie and Kieran on. Love you, Kieran. Love, love you, Kieran. I'm single. My number <laughs> is oh four. <laughs> I live in Brisbane. <laughs> um and. They were asking Jamie, you know, watching it back, mate, did you think it was a bit much? Um, how do you feel about it all now? And he was like, oh, yeah, look, you know, watching it back, I definitely was intense and even I can admit that. But then he goes on to justify it and was like, but, you know, you're in a pressure cooker and this is the girl that you think you might be with, X, Y, Z. So he doesn't apologise for his actions. He doesn't um, Did really he say ha- sorry to Angie? Like no. In that, oh, no, no, no. No, uh, there's no apology. There's no embarrassment. It's more of a ownership and justification of his actions without recognizing how toxic they were. And that's the thing. He is, I think he's a manipulative, toxic person because this is what I was thinking and I will never wrap my head around it because I'm not this type of person. He, from our knowledge, from what we have seen, 
He absolutely flat out lied about Carlin. Yes. See, here's the thing. I, and you're going to have to take this with a grain of salt. I can understand a um, embellishment of the truth. Mm-hmm. Like I can understand we have all done that, you know. Stacy has said, oh, Gina looks a bit off today. And then, you know, someone has heard Stacy say that, comes up to me and says, oh, yes, yeah, Stacy said you look shit. You know, mm. that's an embellishment yes. of the truth, yeah. right? But from what we have seen, no one has even heard that Carlin was doing that. No. So he flat out just lied. And the thing is, the way he delivered it, though, because he is an emotional guy, he seemed so sure. And, like, I, I where does that come from? Because it's it's interesting that you were – you just said that he's, like, a, like a toxic person because I was like, I am so conflicted about that because his behaviour and his actions, yes, and that is what dictates what a person is. But at the same time, I find it hard to believe that he's a bad person because he seems so um, emotional and it really, to me, it felt like he was he was there for Angie and he was there to win as mm. well, um, which is not the same thing. No. But I just find it really difficult to believe that he had any malice I think with the whole Carlin debacle it was because he was so threatened Carlin had a Mm. second date he was yet to have one and so he was like oh man like I really need to I need to make myself appear better builds up this justification that I'll just say this thing about Carlin because then it paints me as the good guy but that is malicious but I don't know if he meant it to be he was just doing it to make himself better and I, I don't think he has a grasp on like big picture no I think, again, a lot of the behaviour that I point out, I'm not a therapist or any of that, Mm. but I don't think a lot of the time with people in general, they don't do things in quotation marks on purpose or with malice. Mm -hmm. For Like, it's just, again, it's learnt behaviour. Like, there's been – go back through your dating history. Guys will cry when they know they're losing you. Mm. it's a manipulation tactic that I've learned from my many years of dating experience and then I meet a new guy and he cries I'm like he's being really emotional and open and then which is exactly what we did the first time we saw Jamie yeah and then you know we break up and I'm like oh nope that was yep okay I'm just just as dumb as I was five years ago but like that's (laughs) but that's what and women do this too Uh women do this too but all these things that he did I don't think he was like I'm gonna throw someone under the bus he was justifying it like he did on that interview to himself Mm. so he could do these horrible things and justify it to himself so he could think that he was the good guy yeah and that's that's a really valid point um I've got some quotes from him. Yeah, please. Um, it's about Angie and I tonight, which is what he said heaps in that second um, episode in that second cocktail party. No, it's not. No, mate, it never is. <laughs> when was it ever about you, you and, and Angie? Angie? You, but like, he's never he never had any one on one time, did he? Apart from at a cocktail party. No. What do you what? what? And guess, and none of the boys were like, yeah, we're going to give you time for you and Angie. Like, no, none of the boys liked you because you lied and you're pretty horrible. You know what I mean? It's not about you and Angie at all. No. And other things that he said, like, I need that intimacy time with her. What a weird phrase. It is a weird phrase, isn't it? 
And because he said it repeatedly. It wasn't just the producers or editors being like, let's replay this seven times and make Australia hate him. Most times he said that, you saw his mouth also moving yeah. with the dialogue. And it happened, I think he said it last week as well. Yes, So his outfit changed. So he's been saying it for multiple weeks. Yes. And look, intimacy, we all know intimacy isn't just about sex. It's about being close to people. Mm-hmm. But... I don't think that's what he means. Like, he wants to be close with her physically and I think he just wants to, I don't know, like, get close enough with her to kiss her and then... Oh, well, see, my interpretation of that was that he wanted that emotional intimacy. That he was like, I need Angie to know that I'm a good guy. Like, I need her to know who I am. That's what my interpretation was. I think that as well. But I Mm. think also he says intimacy too much that it makes me like, what do you mean? Are you just jealous that all these guys have already kissed her? And you're like, I need that, in quotation marks, intimacy with her. Yeah. Could be pointing fingers, but you know. Um, another What's quote new? from Jamie yeah. on Wednesday night, Angie walks into the cocktail party. He beelines for her as she's coming down the stairs. Doesn't say, hey, how you going? You look gorgeous. His first words are, hey, do me a favor. I need to have the first chat after you say hi to everyone tonight. I need to have the Sorry? first chat. What? Do me a favor. Why she do doesn't you, owe you she anything, owes mate. nothing. Also, Angie was like, oh, well, I can't give you the first chat because that's when she was going to talk to Hayden. Fair. Um, which is so fair. And something that I really want to point out is I think Angie handles herself quite well in a lot of these circumstances. Very well. Standing her ground mm. um, and not being, you know, rude. I think sometimes she says some things that are a bit like, hey, but it's part of her personality. I and think I, she does a really good job of just like, authentically being like okay well this is the boundary um we're gonna respect that or we're gonna try to Mm. well I think she does a really good job of this gonna sound horrible but biting her tongue which isn't like it's not like oh women should bite their tongues but in situations where any normal person would be like Jamie you're a bloody liar please stop like you're just stirring shit I feel like that's what she wanted to say yeah but she just like nodded her head and was like waiting also she's been trying to like get him out of there since last week but it just so happened that Hayden (laughs) left and Kieran left yeah and he thought that he was in the mansion because she liked him it's like no no just other people had to leave that's yeah. the only reason why you're here and she was just waiting for that cocktail party to get rid of him mm-hmm. and then when he brings her over and he's like you know obviously i've caused a bit of uh <laughs> I, I don't even i think it was like annoyance or like um that kind of thing for mm. you and her face is like yes um but he's like you know but i don't regret it because everything i said was true and there's this pause and andy's like mm, was it yeah <laughs> That's where we see her, you know, not bite her tongue and just, like, very simply place this, like, doubt for him. Like, I don't believe you. Also, how dumb does uh, he think she is? Yeah. If she, like, okay, it's one thing to tell someone, hey, they said this thing about you. You can believe that or not. That's fair. But once you go and talk to those people and they say, no, 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 none of that happened – she confirms it with everyone else and comes back and he's like no it was true she's had no one-on-one time with you she doesn't know you from joe on the street and you think that she's going to believe you that's some next level 
arrogance. No, absolutely. With that as well, though, mm. at that point, I'm quite sure Jamie knew he was going home. 100%. 100%. Because as he's walking away with her, he's like, I'd love to catch up for a coffee sometime in the future. And he was there was silence and he was like, do you know what I mean? She was like, yeah, I know what you mean. But it's a no from me, buddy. What? Also, the the quickness in which he backpedaled when Angie started questioning him, when she was like, was it though? Mm. He was like, oh, you know, oh, 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 um, well, you know, the guys won't believe me. I can't believe, you know, like he, if he actually believed it, but he, here's the thing. If he actually believed it, he would have stood his ground and been like, no, it's serious. Like, I want you. Yeah. But because he knew it was a bold faced lie, there was a crack in his facade and he goes immediately like oh oh okay I didn't mean to oh you know also one in the first cocktail party when he was like talking about Carlin and he's just trying to throw darts at him and he was and he looked over and he was like oh yeah look at Carlin cheersing what a fake (laughs) sorry yeah what yeah everyone knows that when you cheers it's just it's bad behavior that's ingenuine is what (laughs) The word is disingenuous. Yeah. If he was wondering, the word is disingenuous. It is not ingenuous. It is not ingenuine. It is disingenuous. There's just so much wrong with that. And Um, then when he finally gets eliminated, has a weird letter thing. Yeah, whatever. When did he make that? Yes. (laughs) Like, Before I, or after he knew he was going home? <laughs> when was really, he going to give it to her? I, I, well, that's the thing. I'm like, okay, he lost his... I feel like maybe he was going to give it to her in that private time uh, when um, it went south like that they had. Um, yeah. When he's like, you know, I've caused you a bit of pain, um, but I've got this letter to make up for it. But instead it didn't go that way. Yeah, right. So he does it just before um, he leaves. And it's like, I really love your bubbly person. Number one, saying that he loves these things about her just didn't sit well for me because he doesn't know her. Yeah. And I know especially like, <clears throat> I mean, he's not in our generation, but like millennials, we'd be like, oh my gosh, I love, you know, yes. Frappuccino, whatever. <laughs> and we're like... <laughs> We use love so flippantly. Yeah. But he is old enough and very serious enough that to like, I don't think he uses love in that way. I think he says it because he's like, I have a really high Adam, like adoration for Mm. these qualities about you. I'm like, how can you form that opinion and be comfortable voicing it when you don't know her Mm. and something else? (laughs) That he said, he was like, I'm 39, I'm the oldest guy in here. The clock is ticking for me. I was like, so it didn't matter who she was. You don't actually like Angie. You're just after anyone Mm -hmm. because you want to start a family probably five years ago. Which is something we said very early on Yeah, um, in the episodes of this Bachelorette season. It's his. It's his age. Like I, he feels that his time is <laughs> coming up. Coming up. If he wants, he's a not a woman. I don't get like, I. I don't know. I mean, and I. I guess if you think about it like that, like I'm someone who wants to, you know, get married and that type of thing. And I. It's not that I'm like, oh, I, you know, didn't do it by 25. Oh, I'm against my timeline. Yeah. But right. I would love to do it sooner rather than later Later. just because I want to have that life with somebody so perhaps he's coming from 
that perspective as well. Just yeah. going about it so wrongly. Um, <laughs> Is wrongly a word? <laughs> yeah, wrongly. Um, one last thing I want to say. Please. He said a quote from him, everyone has ulterior motives. Mine was dot, dot, dot. I was like, what? No. No. No, no not everyone has ulterior motives. What a horrible... Like, if that's what he meant, that was... Uh, also, I don't think he understands what ulterior means because he was like, everyone has ulterior motives. Mine was to come here and fall in love. I was like, no, no, that's, that's not. That's the concept of the show. <laughs> that's that's just your motive oh, is what just, that is. Yeah. <laughs> he just, here's my takeaway from Jamie and the big issue from these last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Men need to go to therapy. <laughs> I'm going to get that printed. <laughs> On a t-shirt. And I'm going to wear that on dates. <laughs> I'm going to say, have you been to therapy? And if they say yes, we can continue the date. Mm-hmm. But if they don't, I'm going to slap them across the face and give them a name. You're going to slap them into a <laughs> into an office. <laughs> slap them into an office. and No, into a doctor's office so yeah, they yeah. get their first 10 free visits. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Go to therapy, everyone, but men in particular. Seriously, toxic behaviour needs to stop. This generation can't handle it. We can't have another generation of toxic men. We can't. We can't. We can't afford it. (laughs) Our climate can't afford it. My dating life can't afford it. I I financially can't afford afford it. it. (laughs) I cannot date another toxic man. I might turn into a joker. Like I might. (laughs) It's like I'm one bad date away. (laughs) So who wants to date you? <laughs> I say that in jest, jest, but I'm kind of serious. Isn't jest a weird word? I like when I see it. I I'll think, go by the jester. I think. <laughs> I think yes, like it's a J oh, that sounds like a yest. Y. <laughs> yes. So then I have to like when you were thinking of the word jest just then. Yeah. I was also thinking it, but I was thinking of how to pronounce it. <laughs> I was like, yes, just, yes, just <laughs> help me help. Um, get therapy, everyone. A- any other takeaways from big issue or this week in general? Um, a little one from Jamie, but also from Tim. Don't stir the pot, just to stir the pot. Yes. Can we stop doing that? Can we? Like a little pot stirring with friends is fine, but not with drama filled to make someone so sad that they go off and cry in a room. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, listen to your friends when they give you advice on what not to do. Tim that whole time was like, I don't reckon you should do it. Jamie <laughs> was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. You, you shouldn't do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Great. Yeah. That's – I hear you. Just I'm don't, gonna let her know. <laughs> um, and my last one, <laughs> clap emoji. Don't clap emoji lie clap emoji <laughs> don't lie yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're on national television and it also makes you look like a jerk lying is never good no. when's a good time to lie unless you're being held at gunpoint well yeah that's a good time to lie that is a good time to lie <laughs> my big takeaway is the same as that just yeah. paraphrased honesty is the best policy honesty <laughs> is the best Policy! Except if you were Kieran that one time and you told Jamie oh. that you threw every him under the bus. Like, that probably... We, that, that didn't need that, that was not necessary. <laughs> but other than that... But it was still honest. It was honest. And it was nice. 
Honesty is the best policy. I don't understand why it's such a foreign concept. My whole body is shaking. I don't I Don't, don't lie. Why is it so hard? It is not hard to just say the things that you know are true and not make up fake news. I don't understand. It's not very hard. I woke up this morning and I didn't make a Facebook status about something that wasn't true. It's very easy it's not so to lie. Easy. Oh, my gosh. Um... So predictions oh. for the coming weeks and like top three, top two. What do you think? Okay. Um, <clears throat> I still don't know about the top three. Okay. Still solid on hometowns, which I called last week. Um, or maybe, no, I was close. So it's going to be Tim, Jackson, Ryan and Carlin. Do you reckon top Jackson's four. going top four? Yeah, I do. Okay. I do. Because we only have Matt and Alex left. Yeah, it's true. To round out the top six. You're right. So Jackson's going to be in hometowns. Yeah. Then he's going to come to my house <laughs> and visit me in my town. You'll um, get to see his parents. Oh, that'll be nice. Yeah. <laughs> get to know your future family on Beautiful. national television. Um, That's I, my top four prediction. I reckon top three, Ryan, Tim, Carlin. Yeah. Um, after that, I don't know. I don't know. I reckon Alex is going home next week. Yep. Um, and then Matt. And then Matt, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I got. I prediction. I do want to throw happy. it out there. Okay, here it is again. She might end up with Kieran. Yeah, I think. I think it's a possibility. It's a, possi- it's a possibility. I really do, especially if Ryan wins, and mm. I don't because I don't think Carlin's going to win, and I don't think Tim's. I don't think Carlin or Tim are going to win. Okay, I think Tim, as you mentioned, is a little bit too immature, and I think Angie does know that, and I think Carlin is. Um, not too put together because that's not at all what it is but he no. they I don't think him and Angie are completely compatible I yeah I think that too well in the whole debacle situation she was kind of going around like Tim can make me laugh and then I need Ryan's calming energy so it's like if she could plop these men into the one she'd have her dream partner that's right and you know what her dream partner probably was Kieran but we'll never fucking know so so if so I'm thinking maybe maybe Ryan wins mm. because there is that familiarity there. She gave him a rose. She gave him a rose at the cocktail party. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> He's not an all bad guy. I just don't. I just. She must feel strongly. She must. Um, but what if he wins and then in the space between filming ending and now, she's been like, he uh, doesn't make me laugh. He or... doesn't make me laugh. Also, I'm worried about Kieran. Yeah. <laughs> Gets in contact with Kieran in? and now they're together five ever. That would be really fucking cute. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. We can't talk anymore. Because I'll cry about Karen and I'll yell about Jamie and I'll laugh about Tim. And I'll marry Jackson. <laughs> 2020. I don't know why this has happened. Yeah. It's like I'm not – he's not a bad guy. I'm no. just like what's – he's not even a front well, runner. Well, I know. As a person, I'm like I'm on the Carlin train. Yeah, right. But I might maybe it's the age. Maybe I'm just like oh, yeah. Jackson and I – could be something. Yeah, yeah. that's my ringtone. <laughs> I reckon Kieran, I, he was mine. You know what I mean? He was – I wasn't into the hair and then I got to know him. I was like, I'm into you. I'm into the hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Wow. Yeah. But he's gone and onwards and upwards. Yep. Um, anyway, thank you, Amy. Thank you, Gina. It's been – I'm tired. 
I'm <laughs> We've had a lot of energy. My head hurts. I hope everyone appreciates the energy that has been thrust upon them in this episode because I need a nap. Me too. <laughs> Gina had a yawn. <laughs> little little yawn. Little mm. Where can people find us? Um in the streets, but also on Instagram. We're at Love Bachelor. Um comment on our stuff, like our stuff. Um, you can also find us on Stitcher, um, Apple iTunes, Radio Public, heaps of things. Yeah, and please leave a review. Yeah. Because it, that helps people find us. Yeah. Um, and if there's one thing in this world that we want, it is the adoration of strangers. <laughs> it's the only thing that makes me feel better. It's the only thing <laughs> that I want. Yeah. Um, in my life. In my life. Ever. So please make our dreams come true. No, but it really does. it really does help um because then more people can find us and more people can like us or hate us we haven't got any hate mail and i think you've really made it when you get hate mail yeah so so send us hate mail um <laughs> but we also haven't got any love actually mail. <laughs> we haven't uh, got anything we haven't got anything <laughs> not that that's we're not bitter about <laughs> that just call in please <laughs> um yeah find us on instagram and your local podcasting app of choice Well, thank you all for listening. And guys, remember that we're just two girls here for For the the right reasons. reasons. Let's talk about X, baby. Ah, crappy relationships, the bane of our collective existence. But what do we learn from our mistakes? I'm relationship columnist Liz Bess. And I'm funny guy Tom Harris. Ghosts of Boyfriends Past will chat to guests about love gone wrong and take you on a journey through the funny, tragic, horrifying... And sometimes just plain bonkers stories about that crazy little thing called love. It's like a group therapy session. With two people completely unqualified to be leading it. New episodes drop fortnightly on Thursday, so join in to hear tales of heartbreak and woe and hopefully wind up a little wiser or drunker for it. That's Not Gunner Productions podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.